Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. It's great to have you guys with us. As Kara mentions, quite a few other churches we know of have had to go online, just last minute go online because of outbreaks and things like that. So, hey, we'll just see how we go. We'll do our best and keep you posted on a weekly basis how things are going. But um, let's pray before we get into it. Hey, Lord, we just thank you for your goodness to us. We thank you for your word, for your presence, for your power. We ask for you to come and move in our community. We ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would come and awaken, that you would speak to us and strengthen us in everything you have for us. Lord, we pray for our leaders. We pray for wisdom for Stephen Marshall. We pray for wisdom for our prime minister. Lord, we just pray blessing on them. We pray you'd give them good voices, good influences. And Lord, that you would stir our nation afresh for awakening. Stir our nation afresh for awakening from your spirit, from your presence. Lord, we ask that you would bless this land. Bless this land. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're going to jump straight in today because I don't want to um, prolong um, anything for the sake of it. But I, I walked in this morning, immediately I felt boiling hot. And I thought, oh my gosh, it's, it's just coming from cold to hot. But I think it's because we went for a, a big walk this morning. You know when your engine temperature gets all um, warmed up? I know a lot of you were out on your walks this morning. Hugh and others were out there running. Yeah. Bright and sunny on a Sunday morning. But God is good, isn't he? And no matter what's going on in the world, God is still good. And he's still in control and he's not worried, he's not anxious, he's not uncertain, but he knows exactly what he's doing. And in whatever is going on right now, whatever's going to happen in 2022, God is ruling and reigning and his purpose will be accomplished. I think sometimes a way we can tap into what are you doing, God, is through worship. So I want to share a little bit on worship this morning, and like Karen said, we're so blessed with our worship team, Christiane, Jared, Zeph, and all of the guys leading us in worship each week. And it's often a time where we can um, recalibrate. And obviously, some of you are probably thinking, I know that that's, that's not what worship entails entirely, and I know that's true. But nine times out of ten, Sunday morning corporate worship is probably the time we get primed the most. Now, some might say, well, that's not true. I've got a great intercession lifestyle off in a cabin. And that's great if you have. But I often find that Sunday morning corporate worship is a recalibrating. It's a time where we, we get with other believers and we are encouraged by one another, aren't we? It's contagious. And I know when I see others worshipping and hear others worshipping or we just gather, it's a place where God does something. Worship is powerful. Whatever you're going through right now, worship can power you through other situations. Psalm 100 verse 1 says this, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. 
Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. This is a recalibrating couple of verses. We can often um, get distracted right now. We can get full of information. Like I've said many times, I have to press the pause button sometimes on information and just recalibrate. You might be like, I was talking to someone this week and they're a, a high infl- uh, information uh, absorber. And I could tell when I was talking to this person that they've got so much information into them that they're just about to burst. And, uh, and so I just reminded them, I just, you know, just, just hold the press for a minute. God is still in control. He is still on the throne. And even though we have opinions about all sorts of things, worship is one of those things that gets us back into the face of God. And there's, the good thing about worship is not only does it bless God, but it blesses us. It brings glory to him. And he loves it when we worship him. He loves it when we give thanksgiving. But it also releases blessing in us. I don't know about you. I did it this morning just on the way here. I actually took the long uh, route on the way here. We have a, we call it the country road. We either go a country way or the city way. I know it just sounds strange. But uh, sometimes when I want just a little bit more time, I put on Hillsong this morning and... uh, and just went the country road, just had a little bit more time just worshipping. And instantly, within a minute or two, because normally I'll listen sometimes, I'm going to confess something here. I listen to the garden show on, uh, on, on 5AA, Michael Keelan, uh, on the way to church. How dare I? <laughs> but, you know, you just need a top up of gardening advice sometimes. And, uh, but anyway, this morning, on went uh, Hillsong, and I cranked it and just drove through the country roads. And I just instantly, I was just reminded of the goodness of God. I was reminded of the power of worship. And this is a key for you and for me. It's an every single day, every minute key. It's not something that some people are more gifted in than other people. Isn't that a good thing? You don't even have to know how to sing. You don't even have to know how to, the words of a song. But you are as gifted in worship as anyone else. It's a free gift. And it releases blessing over you and me and the Lord when we learn to interact in worship. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. It's kind of like a command, isn't it? Shout for joy, all the earth. I don't know if you heard there was a tsunami threat over the eastern, you know, it's in Tonga or something this morning. And when I, when I read that, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what else is going to happen? You just never know, do you? Uh, but no matter what we're here about in 2022, let's continue to shout all the earth to the Lord. Let's give him praise. Let's sing praises to him because he is higher and above all other things. And we can be assured if we are worshipping him, if we are giving praise to him, his will will be accomplished no matter what, What, no matter what we're going through. But when we're fixed on him, something happens. Verse 3, know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people. We were created to worship him. We were created 
to worship him. The purpose of the people of God is to spread the word of God and to give him glory, to worship him. Now, obviously, as Romans 12 talks about, worship is our, it's a living sacrifice. It's, a, it's who we are. We are uh, renewed in our mind and our bodies. That's, that's the true act of worship. But what I want to talk about today is simply the act of worshiping him. What is that? It's adoring him. Adoring him. Adoring him. For me, uh, Karen and I went for a walk this morning and, uh, you know, we have a lot of nature around us and we just adore nature. Now, we're not adoring nature for nature's sake. We're adoring the creator. I don't know about you, but sometimes you have to get into creation to adore the creator. And when you get in creation, you're like, wow, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? And we, we always comment on the rhythm of nature. The rhythm of nature is so much slower than the pace of the city, isn't it? The rhythm of nature flows in seasons and it's, it's, it's just there's something about it. There's something godly about it. And that's how he's created you and me. Not to be stressed and anxious and, and worried, but actually just to operate in his rhythm. Do you operate in the rhythm of God? Do you operate in his rhythm over your life? Sometimes it's hard to get into his rhythm because we're so used to being to the beat of another drum, aren't we? We're so used to operating to the fast pace of life and the demands. But when we get in his rhythm, something happens in our life. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. This is a picture of the, the old covenant temple and the courts and the outer courts. And we can see that we enter into the gates with thanksgiving and into his courts, into that deeper place with praise. You might not be feeling like praising Jesus today. You might be in doubt or not know what's going on. But there's, there's a deeper place of getting with him and he loves it even when we're not feeling it when we praise him. When we praise him, when we give him glory, when we adore him, even in the tough situations. I know that's a hard one, isn't it? When we're finding things tough, when things are going opposite to us, when we choose to praise him, it's called acting in faith. And when we operate in faith, he loves it. He loves it when we believe him. As uh, Hebrews 11 talks, uh, Abraham had hope against hope. When you are in the situation, when the world is against you and you stand for him and you choose to praise him, God loves it. He loves your faith. He loves your faith when you stand in hope against hope, when you can't see the solution, when you can't see what's going to come about, but you choose to praise him anyway. It's a hard thing to do. You have to kind of beat your flesh into submission, as Paul talks about. And you have to say, even though I'm not feeling it, even though I'm not seeing it, I'm going to choose to praise the Lord anyway. I'm going to choose to give him praise in this situation. I'm going to choose to give him praise in my finances. I'm going to choose to give him praise in my relationships. I'm going to choose to give him praise in my health. I'm going to choose to give him praise in this community. It's one thing that we always long for God. Come and pour out your spirit. Come and pour out your spirit in awakening. You know what? We're not seeing it anywhere near to the degree of what we would like, but we praise him anyway. 
And we say, Lord, we praise you anyway, because his heart beats for this community in this region. His heart beats for you and for me and for our kids and for the next generation. And so we've got to praise him over those situations. And when we do that, we operate in faith. We're operating in faith. We're not seeing things, but we're praising. We're entering into his courts, and it's a deeper place. A few things about worship, just really practical things that I've recognized for me um, have been helpful about worship. And again, I am defining worship as not just corporate singing and, and worshiping in that sense, but also individual singing and adoring and worshiping him in, that, in that, those two postures. Uh, one of the things is that it's a very unselfish act. I don't know about you, but sometimes you just don't feel like praying. You just don't feel like worshipping the Lord. You might just not feel like it. So when we do it, it's an act of worship. It's giving him sacrifice. And again, he loves it when his people do that. When, when we learn to do that, it, it creates an unselfishness in us. It turns our focus to God and off our problems. If we're focusing on our problems and trying to work everything out that's in front of us, sometimes it overwhelms us. But the minute we begin to worship and give him thanksgiving, thank you that I'm alive. Thank you that this situation is working out. Thank you that you've provided for me in the past. Thank you that I have good people around me. Thank you that we are free to worship and have church. And thank you that I know you and that whatever happens, I'm going to heaven and spend eternal life. There's many, many things to thank him for. When we enter into that place of thanksgiving and then praise, we begin to, to take on a breakthrough spirit. And we get off our problems and we get God-focused. It's an unselfish thing. And, and at the same time, like I said, he gets blessed, we get blessed. It's a double whammy. It also dampens the voice of the enemy. It's so easy sometimes. Julian, I love you. You can come any, anytime, anytime. It's so, it's so good. <laughs> The enemy's voice sometimes is way too loud, way too loud. And sometimes we give him so much glory when we just shouldn't be giving him glory. And so when we worship God, we get focused in on him. We remember, wow, you crush the enemy. You crushed the enemy. You saw Satan fall like lightning and gave us authority over all the works of the evil one. And so if that really happened 2,000 years ago, then the enemy's voice shouldn't be too loud. And when we get focused in on him, when we worship him, it silences the voice of the enemy because we're focusing in on him. It's one thing I've always uh, really, really liked in intercession and in prayer is there are things that the enemy is strategizing and doing, and there might be things that God gives us to pray into. But I never want to give too much focus to the enemy, even in intercessory prayers, is, is, is focusing so much on what the enemy might be doing around the city, around the nation. Because we've got to spend 25,000 times more effort and energy focusing on God and what He is doing and His power and His authority and His blood. Because he saw Satan fall like lightning 2,000 years ago. 
So he fell out of a place of authority. And now I know he tries in the principalities and powers and, and it's not flesh and blood. There's rulers and there are strongholds and there are things we need to pray through. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying our focus is on the Lord. Our focus is on his authority and his power and his blood and his victory. And when we worship, we participate in that. Yeah? Give someone a high five. That was terrible. Turn around and give someone else a high five. Okay, that was a little bit better. That was a little bit better. There's some, there's some good high fivers out there. We won't name them. Rob Barry, you're pretty good. Yeah. Worship is powerful. Do not underestimate the power of your worship. You might be facing some real stuff, some, some heavy stuff and some doubts and fears. Let me tell you, the enemy doesn't want you to become an amazing worshipper in that place with the Lord on a Monday morning, on a Tuesday night or on a Wednesday night or whatever. The enemy doesn't like it. God loves it because we, we hear from him. Even if you don't feel anything when you're worshiping, let me guarantee you it's doing something. Don't doubt the power of your worship. Your worship has power and it draws us closer to Jesus. When we worship, it draws us closer. I don't know about you, but when we're just singing some of those songs this morning, I'm just recalibrating. I'm getting drawn back to the cross, drawn back to Jesus, drawn back to his presence. And it's just a refining, it's a recalibrating, a strengthening, and it has power. It draws us closer to the heart of Jesus. When we worship individually, I want to encourage you, even this week, maybe like me, you, you like listening to stuff or watching stuff, or, you know, just take a little bit of that time. Put on some worship music or go for a walk or whatever you do at the gym or wherever you get into your space and, and just get into that worshipful place and give him some praise. Give him some worship. You might be going through some tough stuff. I can remember some specific times when we've been going through stuff and I'll come home and um, literally from a kilometer away, I can hear Karen and her worship music going. I'm like, okay, something's happening because it's blasting. It must be something bad because it's blasting, blasting. You know, it's real bad by the volume. And I'll open the door and just wham, there it is, worship going on in the house. And she's storming some, some, some atmosphere or some realm. Sometimes you need to break an atmosphere over your life or over your home or over your situation. And Karen's really good at that. She should give lessons on this. Storming the heavens. I don't know about you, but um, a good album helps sometimes as well if you, you know, just something with some anointing, with some spirit of worship on it, and you just crank it. And you crank it because it dampens out your own mind and your own thoughts, and you just get lost in it. You go for it. It is powerful. Try it this week. Try it this week. You might be going through stuff. Try breaking through those outer gates and into the courts with thanksgiving and praise and worship. And let me tell you, it's powerful. It's powerful. Jeremiah 20 verse 13 says this, Sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. Sing to the Lord. I want the worship team to come up. And we're just going to sing um, to the Lord. Is that okay? I want everyone just to stand. I know you're waiting for another 14 points. Uh, 
And just lift your hands and let's just get in an atmosphere of worship. And um, yeah, Lord, we just thank you for worship. We thank you for worship. We thank you that you are here with us. We thank you for your presence, Holy Spirit. And we do give you praise today. We give you praise today, and we thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are with us. And I ask that you would break off any yoke of heaviness. You'd break off any doubt or fear or sickness or uncertainty or anxiety in the mighty name of Jesus. We are in your house. We are in your presence. And so we ask for you to have your way. Have your way, Jesus, in our lives. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to worship. We ask for a spirit of awakening to strengthen us today, tomorrow, this week, and that you would carry us in your worship in intimacy with you. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, just get into a place of worship, a place that's comfortable. You might even want to lie down or stretch out, whatever. It's okay. It's okay. You're free. And just engage with Him just for a few more minutes. Let's just transact with Him. Ask Him to speak to you. Let things wash off you. Just get into His presence. And Lord, we do open the gates with thanksgiving. We thank You that You are a loving Heavenly Father. We thank you that you are all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would come and awaken us, our community. We praise you for you are worthy of all praise. You're worthy of all praise. You are so worthy of our energy and our sacrifice right now. So we give you a sacrifice of praise. We sing joyful songs. To you, Jesus.